Welcome to track number five of Expect Great Things. That is number five. Expect great things on your mission. Luke 22, verse 7. Then came the day, then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover. Go and prepare the Passover that we may eat it. And they said unto him, where will thou Okay, that we prepare. Where do you want us to prepare the Passover? And he said, When you are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water, follow him into the house. You shall say to the good man of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? Where I shall eat the Passover. And he shall show you a large upper room. Finished. There, make ready. And they went. You will also go. And found as he had said unto them. And they made ready the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Amen. Amen. Look at verse 8. Expect great things from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm expecting great things. Expect a great mission. Expect a great mission. Jesus has sent you. Expect a great mission. 
What do you expect? What great things must you expect on this mission? Ask your neighbor who is sitting by you. (coughs) Are you still here? There are four things I want you to expect on your mission. Expect a great mission. There are four things. There are four things I want you to expect. Somebody should get up and read Luke 22 from verse 7. Okay. Somebody with a when somebody with a Guyan, Guyanese accent, please. One Guyanese accent. You know, give Luke chapter twenty two, verse seven. Then came the day of the unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. Okay. Continue reading. And he sent Peter and John saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there there shall a man meet you. Bearing a pitcher of water, follow him into the house where he entereth in. Mm. And ye shall say unto the good man of the house. All right. You shall say to the good man of the house. Number one, expect to meet a man who is going to lead you to where you need to be. It says you meet a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow that man. Follow that man. Hmm? Thank you, baby. Sit down. I'll call you again. Just hold on to your microphone. Glory to God. Huh? Expect to meet a man. No. Okay, stand up again. Read it again. Where the disciple asked, where, you know, like, how, how, this mission, how is it going to be? How can I serve God? What's going to happen? Huh? What's the answer? Read it from the beginning again. From verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare us the Passover. Go and prepare the Passover. That we may eat. That we may eat. Okay. And they said unto they said, him, uh-huh. where will thou that we prepare? Where? 
Like where? Like, like, can you give us some details? <laughs> and then the Lord said, you go on your mission. Expect to meet a man. That man will be carrying how you know that he's the right guy for your life is that he will be carrying a pitcher of water. Living water, living water. I don't need no Coca-Cola. I just need that living water. Along your journey, you're going to find, I don't know how to sing, I told you. I'm a brown tree without leaves. Just the Holy Spirit is all I have. Huh? What do you think, my dear? Go. How are we going to do it? Just explain Jesus. Give us a map. Show us how we're going to prepare. Like We don't have money. You know our situation. Jesus says, go. You'll meet a man who carries water. Follow him. Expect to meet a bearer of the living waters in your life. Without meeting that person, you will not be led to the next stage of your ministry. True. I met with Kenneth Hagen. I met with different people that God blessed me to meet with. Spiritually, I mean spiritually. And my duty was to follow those people. There is no real original person. Huh? I tell you, you'll be surprised how close you look to somebody. Saddam Hussein had what we call doubles. He had people that looked like him. That he would make to go to certain places. So you see him here and you see him there. You're not sure where he is. Whether it's him. Are you listening? Yeah. Sit down my dear. When you go on your mission, anybody who has been called by God, you will meet a man bearing a pitcher of water. That's the guy to follow. That's the guy to follow. Follow him. And Jesus is going to show you the sign of who to follow. The sign of who to follow is the sign that he's carrying water. Water that can be drunk. So you don't just follow people and make people into people that lead you. But you follow because of God. That is far more secure than what we call hero worship. Like, oh, you are my great man. You are a great man to me. That's nonsense. 
Every great man is just a man. It is if God says you should follow him. When the man with the pitcher of water was moving and the disciples were following him, you'd have turned around and said, who, what are you, what, what do you want? Look, God told us to follow you. He told us you would be carrying a pitcher of water. It's not because of you we are following you. We don't know you from anywhere. If you think it's something personal that you have, that's making us follow you. We know a lot of people already. But God told us to follow you. That's why you should follow somebody. Because God speaks to you about the person and says to follow the person. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? When I wanted to walk in the anointing for healing, I decided to try to follow Catherine Kuhlman. But the Lord specifically said to me in my heart, follow Benny Hinn. And I, I didn't want to follow Benny Hinn. Because I could not understand his preaching. I didn't understand what he was preaching about. Because he, he only uses the Old Testament. And I, I, I wasn't too much into the Old Testament. I was more a New Testament person. So I, I didn't like listening to him. I found him mystical. But God wanted me to be trained in mysticism. Mystical, the mystery of the anointing. Benin is one of the most mysterious people you can ever encounter. He's very mysterious. He's not understood easily. He's mysterious. Yes. And anointed, heavily anointed. Wow. Are you there or you are going home? How many are still here or how many have left? Are you there? You're not asleep. I'm trying to make you sleep. You're awake? I want those who are to fall asleep to fall asleep because there's something I'm going to say whilst you're asleep. It's only for those who are awake at that moment. If you see, then you will receive. So I'm, I'm trying to woo you to sleep. And I'm waiting for you to go off. Follow! This man, you fool, how can you ever have anything if you don't follow somebody? Shame on you. Proud idiot. Proud goat. Who never follows anyone. Shame on you. And indeed, you want one day people to follow you. You will not follow somebody. Because you follow no one, no one will also follow you. Because you follow no one closely, no one will ever follow you closely. Most people don't realize that what they are doing is what's going to be done to them. 
If you destroy me, you will be destroyed. Times 100. If you destroy me, you'll be destroyed a hundred times. It will come back to you. Whoosh. Are you there? I'm still waiting for you to sleep. Is it beautiful? Do you love the Lord? Are you sure you love the Lord? When a young man loves the Lord. When a young girl loves the Lord. Wow. You find him holding a pitcher of water. Your duty is to follow him like a goat. When you watch animals, wildlife, you will receive many revelations. Most antelopes don't know what to do when they are alone. The way for a sheep or a zebra, antelope, those type of animals, the animals which graze, is that they follow the bottom of the animal in front. <laughs> they, they, they don't look around. They don't, they don't go to the side like that. They, they walk in a single file. The first time I heard that and saw that was when I watched a documentary about zebras. Only zebras. They said they walk in a single file. One follows the legs and the bottoms and the tail of the one in front. That's how they go places. (laughs) Yeah. Huh? That's how they move. That's how you are also expected to move. Because God created you a sheep. It is a very difficult thing for a zebra, an antelope, a sheep, a goat, an impala, any of those animals, to know what to do when they are on their own. They just, those are the ones that are eating. They are surrounded by the lions and that's it. The lions will make you run from here and there's another one waiting there. You just run to it. The planets, the lions. <laughs> I tell you. When the zebras are following each other, what happens is that when they start running, because of the stripes, the lion is not able to make out a single zebra because the stripes are all moving like that. They can't see 
Yeah. And just sees what? Lines moving. Long lines moving. Yes. All through the years, I have tried to show people that all that I have been doing is following somebody. But people don't believe it. And they feel, I have a special gift. Oh fools, and slow to believe. I didn't say that. Jesus who said it, if you are angry with you, why are you getting angry with me? I have not insulted you. I have just quoted a scripture. Thou fool, slow to believe all that the prophets said. Hey! When you go, you will meet a man. Follow him. That's your life. Those who say they are following me. Huh? We are following, follow well. Follow well. Try and see well. And follow well. Because some people don't see well. And they don't follow well. What you should see, you are not seeing. And what you shouldn't see, you are seeing. Or when I say shouldn't see, like notice. One day a brother came to preach. A brother, one of my pastors, a lady pastor came to preach in his church. And he was about to introduce the lady. Now this particular lady has wonderful breasts which are quite sizable. Like purpose. Is that what you call it here, Popo? Popo? Papa. Papai. Popa. Popa. Popa? No problem. So when he introduced her, he forgot himself. Because he was staring at the breasts. I said, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the lady, the lady herself told me what happened. She introduced, let us introduce our lady pastor. She's very powerful. She has big breasts. Shall we welcome her to the stage? So, you see, he He forgot himself because he was focusing on something that he shouldn't focus on. That's why we sing a song that says, focusing on you. Focusing on you. So when God shows you who to follow, focus on the right things. Focus on the right things. At your level. I've been a pastor with 30 members before. I've been a pastor with 80 members before. 
I've been a pastor with a hundred members before. I've been a pastor in a classroom before. I've been a pastor without a car before. I've been a pastor with a car. I've been a pastor with, who could not buy fuel. I've been a pastor who had to do, I had to do offerings, myself and my wife, put our money together to buy corned beef to make lunch. One tin, one single tin. I've been there. I've been there. Focus on the right things. And don't say, wow, I want my ministry to go to Miami and to Munich and to this and to that. Please. I also want to have a singer. You want to have a singer. Have you learned how to preach before you have a singer? Do you know how complex it is to have such music? It's not a small thing. You are focusing on wrong things. How recently did I start to have such music or such wonderful, what do you call it, is part of the, what do you call it? And I, 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 we write some of the songs that are written, they are written to solve problems and to preach also. Can't you hear that the song is talking to you? Can't you see that the song is warning you? Some of the songs are warning you. Yeah. If a song is composed for a camp, Obviously, the song was composed for the camp. You are now going into composing of songs. You are lost. You are thinking of the wrong things. You should be focusing on church growth book. Mega church book. Transform your pastoral. These are what you should be soaking in. Why do you think I'm not preaching about transform your pastoral ministry? Because you've got the book. There are messages on all those subjects. They are all camps that have been turned into books. It's there already. You can listen to it. I'm here to encourage you. I'm trying to show you the same thing in a different way. I'm showing you that on your journey, the Lord is asking, you're asking, where and how are we going to do it? He said, you'll meet a man. You don't, I don't need to do anything else that you will meet a man and follow the man. Two men are mentioned here. This is the first one. Amen. Are you there? Follow. 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 Don't say you are a follower when you don't follow. Don't say you are a follower when you don't actually follow at all. One day a sister came and said to me, Oh, daddy. I said, don't call me daddy. I'm not your daddy. 
Oh, Father, don't call me Father. Oh, but you're my Father. Oh, you're my dad. Then, my children came running through the church. Small like this. I said, those are my children, you see? Do they not look like me? said, yes. I said, what aspect of you looks like me? No, I mean spiritually. What aspect of you looks like me? Have you started a church? Have you got a fellowship? Are you a shepherd? When I was where you are, I was winning souls. Have you, are you winning souls? Are you following up anybody? Do you pray? You don't do anything. Just say, daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, papa, father, whatever. Not call me Mickey Mouse. It would be better. I prefer Mickey Mouse. Or Donald Duck. You shall meet a man on your mission. And many of you, I am the person that you've met. Oh, yes. For many of you. Please sit down, sit down. I'm saying it because I don't want you to be confused. If you are following, follow well. Try to follow well. Follow. And when you follow, a life is going to go in a certain way. Amen. Number two. Expect to meet a man who is going to provide for you. Wow. A good man. Prosperous enough to help you. Amen. God always provides a good man who is prosperous. And when Pastor Collins came to Guyana, I'm sure he met some good people who helped their presence. When I went to Jamaica, even at the airport, I met church members on the tarmac in Jamaica coming to help us. Receive us. Yes. Because there will be a good man who has a large house, prosperous enough to accommodate a party of 12, 13 people yeah. with food in the house. Yeah. Those people, they may have been angels, though. Supernatural people, the way the thing happened. You see, it's a very significant story because you even wonder that. Why didn't they just talk about the Last Supper? There was a Last Supper, but how the Last Supper came about? There was a special message in that coming about of the Last Supper. A man whose house it will be okay to use. I want to speak to those of you who are in Guyana. If God has called you to help a pastor, Because this is your country. The pastor is here as a missionary. 
Let it be your treasured work to help him. Be the greatest work so that, and I'm sure there's a lady like that. There will be a lady like that here in every, all churches. Let it be your treasured work to help. Because when you are a foreigner in a country, the people know that you are a foreigner. And people don't treat foreigners nicely. People don't treat foreigners nicely. You wouldn't know till you become a foreigner. That is why Ghana was called the hospitable country. But I didn't understand. I, I, I used to say, what, what do you mean by hospitable? There is nothing hospitable about Ghana, I used to say. Then I started traveling. When I started traveling, I found differences in the level of hospitality and different levels of hostility towards an outsider. Where are you from? From Nigeria? When are you going back? Why don't you go back to your country? What language do you speak? Do you have houses? Do you sit on trees in your country? You must be getting used to what? Clothes. Wearing clothes. You must be getting used to wearing clothes. Wow. In our crusades, the most hostile and welcoming country that we experienced was Senegal. Oh yeah, Senegal. Very unfriendly and welcoming and nice. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't know till you start going around. You think everything is the same. But there are different levels of welcoming and hospitality. There was a good man. You will be a good man in Jesus' name. So I want to charge you. Be good to your pastors. Those of you from Guyana. Be good and fight for them. Help them. Yes. Help. Do the work. Because one day he will not be here. And you will look and say, that was, he was an angel. He came. He helped. He did this. He did that. Missionaries are not forever. You know, in uh, what do you call it? Um, Nigeria. I once went to preach there. Huge church, 2,000 pastors. Not members, pastors. And I, and I asked, how did this church start? They said in 1955, from 1955 to 1966, 11 years, a white man from America came to Nigeria and started this church. And he left. This is the fruits. 
Yeah. 2,000 pastors. And that's not all. They have more pastors. Yeah. Now, he stayed 11 years. And he left. It went on and went on. A lot of things continued. Are you there? Be a good man. Help. Sometimes you shouldn't allow your pastor to go and even do certain negotiations. Discussions. Yes. We've already paid thousands of dollars and lost money. I mean, somebody paid the land. And they can cheat you. Our church in Nigeria, they are constantly intimidating the pastor and mistreating them. Yeah. You will feel like pulling out because you said that in my country, I am already important in my country. I don't need to come here. I'm a king of kings in my country, a lot of lords. I don't need all this. True or not true? Expect to meet a good man. Pray for God to touch somebody to help you. When I got saved, I met a a girl called Betty. She led me like a goat with a rope on her head. She took me everywhere. She said, let's go to church. She took me to church. Pray that you meet a good girl. A bad girl is somebody you meet and you sleep with. That's a bad girl. A girl should be a a wall, not a door. A wall is non-penetrable. Zipped vaginas. Walls. Yes. You must meet a wall, not a door. Girls, your, your vaginas must be walls, not doors. Your vagina must not be a deliciously hanging open center of welcoming for all penises to enter and come there. No. It should be walled off. Sit down. She took me. She was older than me. She's older than me. She took me to church. Took me to the stand where they were selling Bibles. Buy this one. This one. We bought it. This is a Bible now. I went to the wrong place. She said, I don't have to go there. Why? She said, the answer is in First Thessalonians 5 verse 22. Abstain from all appearances from evil. Wow. She gave me a scripture. Why? She didn't do that. What a good girl. Then, in school, she came to sit by me when I was at the dining hall at prep time. And she said, I want to teach you how to have your quiet time. Yeah, yeah. She took the daily bread, the daily guide, and then the Bible. So open the Bible, open the daily bread, open it. Says what scripture here? Then said, open your Bible, read it. This one from this one. She was sitting by me on my right. I was sitting here. She's sitting here in school. I was a teenager. 
Yes, she taught me. Bless her heart. Yes. No. Yes. Wow. That's why I say when a man loves the Lord, he doesn't want to miss his quiet time because I was taught about a quiet time. <laughs> are you there or you are going? What kind of girl are you? Bad girl or good girl? Huh? Good, bad. And ugly. Good, bad, and ugly. Turn to the nearest girl to and look at her eyeball to her. I say, look at me. Tell her, look at me. What type of girl are you? Hey, I say eyeball to eyeball. Look at eyeball to eyeball. <laughs> Expect to meet a good man. Amen? Amen. Somebody who's going to really take care of you. Provide for you. Expect it. Father, I thank you for good people that your children are meeting today on their mission. In Jesus' name. Number three, expect to have provision. I don't know how, where, where the food was bought from. The last half, I don't know. Nobody ever said they went shopping. Expect God to provide for you supernaturally. Yes. Expect to meet somebody who is powerful, who can help you. And expect to meet, expect things to be organized for you. God will organize things for you. Never run away from the mission because of fear of how will it be provided for. God will take care of you. I said God will take care of you. He will buy food for the table. I mean, has anybody ever told me how the Bread was bought for the last supper. Huh? But it was there. Prepare food. Since I entered the ministry, God has provided for me. He's provided me with bread. Sugar for my tea. Butter for my bread. Milk for my milo. Hey. always had a car. Always. Always. Whatever type I've had a car. I've had somewhere to stay. Whether it was my own or it was not for me. Whether it was one room or three rooms. I've always had somewhere to stay. When this one was getting finished, another one came up. God will provide for you in Jesus name. I can buy more than one corned beef now, by God's grace. Even if I ask you here, I want corn. Do you sell corned beef here? Do you have corned beef? Do you have corned beef here? If I ask you for corned beef, I'll get a whole carton to take with me to Ghana. Amen. And finally, well, my dear sister, are you reading Luke 22, verse number 12? shall show you mm-hmm. a large upper room for a large 
A large what? Upper room. Upper room. Furnished. Furnished. I told you God is going to furnish things for you. I told you he's going to meet a, a fellow carrying water. Follow that guy. He's going to come to some good guy who has enough power and money, houses, whatever. He's going to help you. I said he's going to find a room with furnish, chairs, tablecloth, plates, teacups, glasses, bread, meat, salad, wine. Ooh. Spicy chicken. Chicken and rye. Delicious chicken. Jack chicken. Stew chicken. Jack pork. My God and my Lord. When I went to Jamaica, I ate jack pork and jack chicken. Chicken was moving all over the place. God has provided for me. Hallelujah. (laughs) It was jacking. Jacking in the upper room. Now the last one is expect to find a large space for your work, your ministry. A large space. Pastor Collins came and found a large room here in Guyana. Like Diana is a large field. He can never even finish before he dies. And I want you to know that there is a large place for your ministry which you can never even finish till you die. I'm telling you. There are countries, towns, cities, islands, large, large for you to do whatever God has asked you to do. And now I want you to know we are going to expect Guyanese pastors to rise up and do something. That's why we sing, it's my turn and it's your turn. Yes. You can't expect just people to come from Ghana. We came from Ghana, they are asking us, why you left Africa? You know, you left the apes and the tigers and the lions. Uh, are you still wearing clothes? You wear clothes and all that kind of Rubbish. You speak English already? (laughs) Wow. Are you listening to me? Do you understand what I'm talking about? There's large rooms, large islands, large cities, Large nations waiting for you. Are they going to wait in vain? Table is set. Food is ready. Plates organized. And they are waiting. Are they going to wait in vain? I don't know how this good man knew there was this supper thing coming on. The most important supper of all time was just about to to take place. Everything's set. And supposing you didn't come. You, there's a place where there's a nation waiting, an island waiting, a country waiting, a place, a large area. Look, you will minister and minister and minister and it will never finish. 
I have so many towns in Ghana I want to have crusades. Never could finish. Zabzugu in the north. Zabzugu. There's a place called Overseas. In Ghana. There's a place called Overseas. Yeah. Because you cannot get there except by boat. In the north. It's totally cut off. It's called Overseas. Neglected. Gambaga scarp. Gambaga. Yeah. The towns. Kwehu Mountains. Towns in the Volta region. Western region. Central. We've never even been to Ashanti. I cannot even, the, the large room that has been made, I'm not even able to even attend to all of those places. Huh? A large. Collins, the space is too big. From the airport to here, I was looking and said, ah, we are going and going and going and going. We are not reaching this place. You know, people, I don't know why you came to this camp, but I, I want you to know that the fields are waiting white. The rooms are set. There's a good man. There's a man with a picture. There's everything. And you are sitting there and your mission has been declared. It's true there are no much details to your mission. It's just some scant. You see a man, then he will follow. He will follow. And you go to a house. It belongs to some. Then you enter and then there will be provisions. That's all. It's the most supernatural supper. Supernatural provision. Supernatural people that you keep meeting. God brought me to many people like that. And God is going to bring you in your mission. Expect provisions. Expect money. Oh yes. Expect. I expect it. I expect God to provide money. People. Ish. Missionaries, people to send. I expect it. I expect it. Is he gonna wait in vain for for you to rise up from Guyana and go out with your nice Guyanese accent and evangelize the whole of Guyana and turn Guyana from other religions to Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Are you going to use your nice Guyanese accent? Yes. Are you going to use your nice Guyanese accent? Yes. Use it. Rise up. Get onto your mission. Get onto your mission. God is going to bless you and use you. I don't want the upper room to just be there. The table is set. 12, 12, even Judas, there's a place for him. Even Judas's plate is there. Huh? Even Judas. Even Judas. Wow. Go into all the world and preach the 
just go until your life is done. If you love me, obey the great commission. Build churches everywhere. In every town, every province, every city. Caribbean shall be saved. But tell me how long is it gonna take? For you to obey me. I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain. For you to do my will. See, I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain. For you to obey me. So I'm asking, am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Do you remember what I told you? You built a mega church, and I told you have a burning vision. Your vision must be big, but all you do does not lead to church growth because your mind is on other things. Thinking to myself that I'm wasting time on you. So I want to change, change your position, replace you and bring in someone else. Because I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain for you to Oh, yeah.
calling you? Are you going to answer? Are you going to answer his call? When he calls out to you, would you say, I'm the one? I'm the one? Or you say, here I, here am I. Send them. appreciate you want to appreciate such a great ministry come on you can do better than that come on come on come on come on I appreciate appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it come on now come on amen you may be seated 